0: Circle K is America's thirst stop. And Dave's, especially when Dave needs refreshments for Family Movie Night. So Dave heads straight to Circle K, where he grabs icy Polar Pop cups and frosters for the kids and chilled beer for the grown-ups. Enjoy Family Movie Night, Dave. We'll be here for you all summer long. And right now at Circle K, save on all 20-ounce Coke products. Three for just $4.25. So make us your first stop. Circle K, America's thirst stop. At First Commonwealth Bank, we know better banking begins with better ways to do the things you need to do. That's why we've made it easy to open a new First Commonwealth checking account with our simple-to-use mobile account opening. Now, the same device you use to talk, text, snap, share, schedule, email, navigate, and watch can help you open a great checking account, too. Visit fcbanking.com from any device and upgrade your digital banking to better with mobile account opening. First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.
1: Hey, babe, the burgers are about ready.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. These are delicious. You've really mastered your grilling technique. The flavor in these is really unique, though. Is this all beef?
1: Uh, it's a little of this and that.
2: Jen is going to love these. Wait, where is she? I thought she was here earlier.
1: Oh, I may have misinterpreted when you said, let's have Jen for lunch.
2: are recording this episode on the 4th of July. Mhm. Uh we just had some uh some barbecue which and I mean that in the northern sense I guess cuz the southern, the southern sense is you know something different. Pulled pork and yeah. brisket. Um but we did we did What? Some, yeah. We didn't
1: have barbecue?
2: That's what we're saying. I know. We had a cookout. Oh, we had a cookout. We can say that. <laughs>
1: We ate hamburgers. I what the know. hell are you talking about? Never mind. <laughs>
2: there are some people listening who know exactly what we're talking. We did about.
1: not have. We did not have any barbecue at all. I don't know what she's talking about.
2: Just one of those. We things. We kicked it on the Bobby. so we had some impossible burgers and some sausage, and um, and that the hamburgers was actually a request that John said. Make sure we have hamburgers. And southern comfort.
1: Well, yes, the Fourth of July. Why yep. wouldn't you eat hamburgers?
2: Well, was that beat for the Fourth of July, or was that for? Are the
1: you story? not American? Is that where we're going? Are you not proud to be here?
3: Uh, to be an American. You rather where it, at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget the men who died and gave, gave their life right for me. me, and I proudly stand up. Man, next that song to was you. popular back. In the early two thousands, you know what it sounds like. What? Remember the Bud, um, Budweiser commercial. Real man of genius. That was funny. Um, thank you to all of our uh, service members who have fought to keep us independent, um, and for all of you non-Americans out there. We appreciate you listening to us, but happy Independence Day to our American listeners. Go have a beer and a hot dog. Yeah. Go cook out on the grill.
1: Go eat, drink, be merry, and buy shit on Amazon, because that's what we are as Americans.
3: <laughs> and remember to, um, t- to, uh, take, don't take for granted the amount of fingers and toes that you have. Be careful when you're lighting fireworks. <laughs> It's like, where is she going with that statement? I saw something online that was like, little does someone know that this is, the, there was a post from yesterday. Today is the last day that they will have all of their <laughs> fingers. <laughs> uh, but seriously, be safe with that shit because, you know, it's literally explosive. It's not just something to look at.
1: Well, bottle rockets are different. You can shoot them at each other because they're not going to, they don't explode. What show was I watching where someone? Our t- flaming candle, Roaming candles. You can shoot them at each other, not bottle rockets. What was Don't I'm- shoot bottle rockets. There was and- a.
2: Sh- there was a <laughs> show. Take John's advice. There was a show
3: or a movie that someone like shot someone with a bottle rocket in the dick, and they like couldn't father children or something.
1: We just talked about a story that someone put a, a sparkler in his pee hole.
3: No, it wasn't that. It was like it was in a movie
1: or a show. Uh. I don't remember which. Even one. In the wood, because you know the stem ah! is oh, okay.
2: Anyway, can we'll... we just thank our newest Patreon members? Because yes, we have quite a few this week. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Big week. So thank you to Jade, Anaya, Lara, Mary Claire, and Emily. Mary Claire or Marie Claire? Mary Claire.
1: So wait, it's Jade
2: Coke and Southern Comfort.
1: Jade. I'm not... Anaya. Mary Claire. Lara. Lara. Lara,
3: Like Lara Spencer. And Emily. 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 Emily with a Y or I E? Or E E. Y.
1: Jade. That's a beautiful name. I have a friend named Jade. Thank you for everyone joining. Thank you guys.
3: Yes, thank you. And
2: we have a special surprise shot today. This this is a request from
3: Isabel. Thank you, Isabel.
2: And can I call um, you Izzy? Um I I had this frozen but it, hopefully it's still at least cold. Okay. You you almost didn't even play the bongos I know for how...
3: for our friend here. Yeah, I'm sorry, Izzy. I I don't know if it's okay if I call you Izzy. Maybe I'll call you Belle This looks Bella. like John's dehydrated pee. Ew.
1: Mine's a little more orangish.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sounds like sounds like you might have a problem.
1: Did you forget the the, the <laughs> did you forget the melody she or the, the rhythm?
2: You got the words. <laughs> Do you forget
1: the rhythm there? I think it's in, one twenty five BPM. I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. This <laughs>
3: is amazing. Surprise! Shot. Surprise shots, we don't know what they are, cause they're a surprise.
1: I'm pretty sure that wasn't the rhythm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was today. Close was, enough.
1: Yeah. Cheers,
2: Cheers. guys. That's Thanks, Isabel. Lemoncello? It is Limoncello. Technically, Isabel requested a lemon drop, mm. but I saw it at the store and I was like, ooh, this could be nice.
1: What kind of liquor is that? Lemoncello. Oh, what's cello?
2: Lemoncello is basically An Italian. It's, it's vodka with lemon rind and sugar. And it's, it's best a, put in the freezer.
3: It's a palate cleanser. It's a dessert drink. It is a dessert wine. Love it.
2: If, it would have be been so better if it was. My like, pen. Fro- true, true frozen. But I kept the bottle in the freezer. So, so <sighs> our drink this evening is Diet Coke
3: and SoCo. As they say. I tried some caramel-flavored SoCo recently. Caramel? Yeah, it was salted caramel, and it was really good. I bet that would be really good with an Angry Orchard. It probably would be. Like how fireballs go with Angry Orchard? I've never had plain SoCo. It's just whiskey, right? No, this tastes different.
2: Well, it's got Diet Coke in it.
3: I know that, but like... (laughs)
2: I don't know what, what what's the you're you're from the south what's the deal with Soco
1: I don't know what Soco is
3: southern comfort
1: okay number one no one calls it Soco down yes, here
3: oh not maybe not down here but it okay is, that's a thing SoCo. and number two like this is the whole barbecue thing <laughs> <all right. laughs>
1: no one ever calls it Soco okay, down here
3: maybe number one and number maybe two
2: dudes <laughs> don't call it Soco but I think ladies no. were, like we like to breathe Can I
3: have a Soco and coke
1: Not down here. This is a really interesting story. Unfortunately, there's not too much about it for whatever reason, but the killer, it is a guy, he actually died not too long ago. So... This is a crazy story. Anyway, if you're new here, this is the Talk Murder Me podcast. Welcome. I put all my sources, photos, and videos on TalkMurder.com. There's also a blog there that you can read some true crime if you're interested. We're also filming this on YouTube, and I usually put the YouTube videos out, the, the first episode out on Wednesday, and then the second one... When um, I get yelled at <laughs> by people. So the anime one's still not up yet. But those are on YouTube for you guys. And you can follow along with us. Like I said, com. This is episode 241, 241.
3: Almost as many as the years that America has been independent. Mm. This is our 245th Independence Day.
1: I did not know that. So, I think <laughs> oh, shit. We 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 might want to ask uh, Reverend Al Sharpton. <laughs> Shut, up. Shut up, John. Well, it's
3: definitely ending in a five because 1770, 20, 2021 minus twenty-one minus seventeen seventy-six. It ends
1: in a five. That's close enough. <laughs> it's probably like a hundred years <laughs> off.
3: <laughs> no, it's and maybe it's two hundred
1: fifty-fifth. We're going to South Baltimore. In 1996, this is Kimberly Spicer. She is 26 years old. If you want to try to describe her for us,
2: isn't that a little bit before the Wire came out? Did the Wire come out in like 2000 or 1999?
1: I want to say it was 90s. I think that was a 90s sitcom.
3: I wouldn't it's
2: call not it a sitcom. sitcom. Oh,
1: no sitcom. What's a sitcom? Comedy. Oh no.
3: Yeah, sitcom. Yeah, situ- like a laugh situation. Track. It's literally sitcom. Literally
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: translates to situational comedy. Okay, it's a. Um, Oh, I didn't know. I that.
3: never thought about that.
1: Yeah, that's what it No, for. the wire is a a drama. P- police procedural or procedural it's a drama. Well, they, that's what they call them nowadays: police procedural um, show. That's what they're called. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that like Law and Order? Yeah, you know? Law and Order and CSI and stuff like that. It's a great show. Anyway, this is Kimberly Spicer, twenty-six years old. Kimberly Spicer gets addicted to. Drugs. Her drug of choice was heroin and crack. The crack epidemic of the late seventies and eighties. This is the rollover effect from that. After the CIA introduced crack to the inner cities, everyone got addicted and now
2: I love how you're just casually throwing that in there. Seeing <laughs> if anyone notices.
3: When the government introduced this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like heard him and I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But it didn't connect until I was like, oh, wait.
1: So she is like a lot of people. She is addicted to heavy drugs. Most like or mostly crack cocaine It's cheap. It's a form of cocaine. What you do is you take cocaine. You uh, turn the stove on to 350 degrees. You take uh, two quarts of water. And you mix in. How do you
3: know the exact (laughs) measurement?
1: I was waiting. Are you guys going to just let me have? (laughs) Yeah, I was
3: going to let you, but in my head, I'm like, "What the fuck?"
1: We were like writing it down. (laughs) All right. Anyway, not
3: not a joke, John. Her mother. It's a real thing.
1: Her mother says, "Quote: Kim had her problems, but she was a battler. She she was she was always struggling with her problems and hoping to turn the corner." End quote. Now. She runs into this guy on Washington Street. His name is Joe Metheny. Anybody heard of this guy? No. Joe Metheny is the killer tonight. He is also addicted to drugs. Do I'm you mem- so
2: confused of what this has to do with the 4th of July, but I'll wait. I'll be, pa- <laughs> I'll be patient.
1: <laughs> well, one of the... Um, oh, it's got a lot to do with the 4th of July. Okay.
3: <laughs> I trust
2: you. Uh, was
1: it
3: like the Baltimore <laughs> drug party instead of the Boston Tea Party? Okay, so
1: this guy, Joe I don't Metheny, know. huh?
2: I don't know. I'm thinking
1: we're going to get to her murder in specific detail in a little bit, but her older sister, which was a bartender in South Baltimore, actually knew the killer, and they actually recently met. But this killer, Joe Metheny, is his name. He's a serial killer. Well, they didn't know that at the time, but he would always come into these bars, and he was always buying crack cocaine and getting really drunk. He was just a regular laborer by day. He's a forklift operator. Okay. But okay. he seemed to be a really nice guy, and Kimberly's older sister also knew Joe, and She said this about him, quote, he was so mannerly saying thank you and please all the time. My sister once even said to me she felt sorry for him, end quote. Now, we're going to get to the murders and everything else, but she is found dead on December 15th. This is Joe Metheny right here. If you want to describe this guy for our audience. (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs)
3: Holy shit.
1: Uh. (laughs) what is on the center of his belly tattoo or a scar no that's him pushing his fat together he's morbidly obese
3: did you know oh my gosh did you know that the term morbidly obese did not show up until the time of the gastric bypass was invented because it was a term that was first used by the inventor of the gastric bypass surgery
1: Hmm. no i didn't know that i don't understand why it's morbid i mean i understand death you can die but that's such a morbid word right such a just yeah well, morbidly obese
3: well yeah it was a, it <laughs> it was a term sounds... that was created to entice people more, oh, who oh I, just, I see
1: to, to, to kind of
3: be, they're morbidly obese you need to have the surgery hmm. makes sense yeah
1: so who you're looking at now and this is obviously one of the most most infamous pictures of this serial killer
2: Okay, so he's a large and in charge <laughs> no. dude. But he's got like big reflective sunglasses like we have actually. He, he looks is, like the one that we have. He in our-
1: is he is huge. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's gotta
3: be five hundred pounds.
1: Yeah, he's I think he was four eighty actually. His stomach and that's not a scar, that's him pushing he's almost like got two stomachs and he's pushing them together. Like a butt, he's, whole, kind of, you know, the butt. Comes yeah, 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 yeah. You know Yeah, what I'm yeah
2: he, it does butt. look like a butt.
1: <clears throat> I think that's what he's doing. I, I mean, I didn't see where he was had a scar or anything.
2: No, I think you're right.
1: But he's got a huge belly. Go to TalkMore.com to see this photo. He is, he, I think this is a prison photo. Because, I mean, look at the side. You see, they're kind of lined up.
2: No, it can't be. Because no? why would he have those sunglasses
1: oh, on? Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. He's got these big sunglasses on. And you, you won't notice, but this guy was actually in the Army. I mean, there's a lot of veterans that get out and get big, I'd imagine. Yeah. You know? This story tonight, do you remember the Anthony Sowell story? The Cleveland Strangler? Yes. Where he was getting high with all these prostitutes? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, he was didn't care because he was storing them in his house. This guy, it's the same. It's almost the same with this guy and even the Kendall Francis story that we've done. It's drugs. These, this is a drug story. You know what I'm saying?
2: You say it like it's
3: a love story, but a drug story. Well, <laughs> drugs are the gateway drug to murder. Drugs,
1: I mean. Get it? <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the murders here in a second, but I really wanted you to see what this guy looks like. Now, in July 1994, he is out of the military, and he. I'm going to go through his whole background here in a second.
3: Is that the year he got out? No,
1: that's not the year he got out, but that is the year when his, and this is what he says, his, quote, bloodlust, end quote, kicks in. 1994. July 1994.
3: I was going to ask if this had to do with the 4th of July because he was in a hot dog eating contest.
1: Oh no! The hot dog eating contest—the winners are usually like the skinny people. I
3: know they have. They, well, um, Joey Chestnut just beat his world record today. <laughs> Joey Chestnut—that's <laughs> his
1: name. How do you know this? Because
3: it popped up on my phone. He ate seventy-six hot dogs today, <laughs> like
1: with the buns.
3: Yeah, you dip it in water, and no then you fucking way. It. Yeah, sometimes I. How think big I is he? 76? I don't know, yeah, no,
1: dude. Seventy-six? Uh-uh. Is that like... the world record?
3: It is now. He beat it today. Is he an American? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Go America!
3: <Hell laughs> America! Yeah. How, do you, <laughs> fuck yeah. how do you celebrate your Independence Day? Downing <laughs> brought, dogs. Brought to you by Nathan's. Does he fucking get paid? Yeah. How you much? won a prize. I don't know how much. We'd have to look it up. So it was National Chicken Wing Day earlier or this week or last week. I remember you were talking about that.
2: Just Just Guess how many chicken wings would be in that world record?
3: 245. It was in the 400s. What?
2: Wow. Yes. In like under an
1: hour. Chicken boneless? No, wings. Chicken wings. So b- not not boneless. Not boneless. How do you guys eat your chicken wings?
2: I know you like the... I like flats. Flats.
1: Wait, what's flats?
2: The flat, not the drumstick no. part. The part you that's remembered. like the two bone. Huh? Yeah, I was like, you You have a... Oh, you, you don't like, like the
1: legs or whatever? Mm-mm, I like the
3: flat part.
2: That has the two bones?
1: Oh, yeah, because there's a lot of meat right there in between yeah, those little just, bones, yeah. <laughs> That's like the really tender meat, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
2: I think I like flats more, but I'll eat both.
1: I do not like chicken wings unless they are dry rubbed. I don't like the sauces, man. I don't oh, like man. all those. So I don't like getting messy, getting dirty. I, mean, I hate you know, that I shit. We need to
3: go to Swiggin Swine in Somerville. Oh, really? They were just on... Um, the Today Show, this morning, actually, they were just talking All about- All right, go
1: America. This uh, twice.
3: That's summer- Summerville. <laughs> Summerville. We uh, sign but their chicken wings one of are so
1: Ashley, good. Too.
2: I, did,
3: I, I didn't know that they had dry rub. Mm-hmm. I do,
2: home team, that is the thing to we get. We got to get on okay, the story. Sorry.
1: What do y'all do? All right, so this is Joe Metheny. Now, he says his bloodlust, and that's the term he used- kicks in in july 1994 and at the time at the time he was a truck driver he was living in uh, actually this is a quote from him and he says quote this is after he's arrested he says quote i was living in south baltimore maryland with my crack addicted old lady and my six-year-old son, end quote.
2: Old lady meaning his wife?
1: Yeah, his wife, yeah. I
2: don't like that as a term. That's just me. No,
1: no, no, not old. Old.
2: Yeah, I know. Old lady. I know that it's a thing that men say about their wives. Why
1: don't you like that? You're my old lady.
2: You fucking say that to me. You watch (laughs) what
1: happens. What the fuck? Why?
2: She doesn't like it. One. (laughs) One, I'm not old. You are.
1: Oh, that's not what it means.
2: I'm just saying. It's better than saying ball and chain. But it's weird how my old lady refers to as a wife. But when you say old man, it refers to a well I don't like when y'all
1: say my husband making me property.
2: Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, some of us don't have that problem. So.
1: He comes home one day. This is in July 1994, the first of July. And his home is completely empty. He's a truck driver. So he's gone for weeks at a time. And we have a lot of truck driver listeners actually, mm. so keep on howling. I heard
3: I heard it that they they some some truck drivers really like it when the kids ask them to honk their horns. I used to do that all the time. Yeah. We used to do that. Like we'd be on yeah. the back of, on the back of the bus and yeah. ask them to yeah. pull their horn.
1: So he comes home, July nineteen ninety-four, empty house, no son, no wife, and At the time, his job, a truck driver, which at the time wasn't making a lot, a lot of that money was going to his wife's drug addiction. Mm. I didn't see where he was addicted to drugs at this time, but it really started spiraling for him at this one specific point, July 1994. He comes home, no wife, no son. They have left. He finds out that his ex actually moves in with another man. Oh. With her son, with his son, across town, another drug addict man. Now, the son is actually taken away by the state very soon after this. But Joe Metheny, he ain't just going to stand for that bullshit. He's going to go find his wife and deliver justice, if you will.
3: Oh. and Vigilante justice.
1: He heard through the grapevine, that she and her new man are now living under a bridge, a specific bridge.
3: Were oh, they in a van down by the river? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he goes to this specific bridge right here. And this bridge, this very same bridge, is the Patap- Patapsco River. Do you know where that's at, Nicole? Nope. So this bridge right here, he... When Joe Metheny gets caught, he claims he has dumped, I think, seven or eight bodies off of this specific bridge right here. Mm. He goes down to this bridge, and at the time, there was a homeless camp, a band of homeless men living here. Now, he's going to find his wife, and most likely, he's going to kill her. He is pissed the fuck off. He goes down to the bridge to find his wife and confronts these homeless people, asking them where... His wife is. Now, this is from Metheny versus the state. So this is the exact uh, literature that you're reading from that.
2: They were not there, he said, but the two homeless motherfuckers they got high with were down there. They were passed out on some old stinking mattress, and that's where they were when I left, except they were they were dead from being chopped up.
1: Ooh. This guy in a rage.
2: Is that the actual murder weapon? No. no. <laughs> okay. Just you, think they would,
1: you think they would clean the blood off? <laughs> what the it's fuck?
2: like, wow, that's quite the image of a bloody axe.
1: He goes down to find his wife living on her bridge with her new man. And he asks these homeless people where they were. And they gave him some sass or whatever. He goes back, and he gets a hand axe, and he goes back and confronts two homeless people and chops them up there in front of all the other homeless people. Just random people? Yeah, just random homeless people. Okay. Chops these two people up. He goes down under the bridge, confronts his band of homeless men, and takes the hand axe that he went and got and chops these men up alive. Okay. And and in fact he said, quote, except they were dead from being chopped up. He chops these homeless people up and then he is still in a rage and honestly, he's most likely on some sort of drug to be doing this. He quickly leaves after killing these two homeless people and he runs into a local prostitute that he knows. The prostitute knows his wife. And may know her whereabouts. So this is the same day right after he kills these two homeless people. And this is what he says happened.
2: She acted like she didn't know. So I beat the hell out of her and raped her ass, then killed
1: her. Uh, Like, so casual about it. So this is the same day. Is First of July, I think it was July 2nd. He didn't know the exact day, but July 2nd. 1994. He is a truck driver and he is. I saw reports that he himself was homeless, but I'm not sure he was fully homeless at that point. Obviously, he had a house with his wife, but this may have happened. He may have become homeless right after she left. I don't know. This was I couldn't really find that information, but he goes down there, obviously high on something, kills two homeless people, goes literally is walking back up to get on Washington Street, to leave, sees a prostitute that he knows, and then, quotes, raped her ass, then killed her, throws her in the water, okay, and then still pissed off trying to find his wife. If you want to read this.
2: But the bloody spree didn't end there, according to the cannibal killer. He then persuaded another woman down under the bridge and viciously murdered her too.
1: With cases like these, the police will say that, oh, he may be lying about this or making it up. Here's the thing. If they don't have to do other homicide reports, they won't. These are prostitutes. These are drug addicts. They're not going to go out of their way to solve this murder.
2: Because there's a lot of crime in Baltimore.
1: Exactly. So two prostitutes die this day. No one knows none the wiser at all. And never will.
3: Which is sad. Well, I mean, I mean their families will know probably. No, I
1: mean not really. Prostitutes, drug addicts they, I mean they're probably like not they're even from Baltimore. from
3: their family. Yeah. Thing. Well, they're still... <clears throat> they're they're still still someone's family. family.
1: Yeah. What you're looking at now is a photo of him showing police where some of the bodies were. Now this what we're going to read now is from the Sun a newspaper. He actually tries to hide that body, the prostitute, either one of those prostitutes. So right now he's killed two so right now he's killed two homeless people and two prostitutes. In the same day, under mm-hmm. the same bridge, on right.
2: July 2nd.
1: On July 2nd. It oh may boy. have been 4th, but it, oh he didn't know. Oh god,
2: I feel like I can see where this is going. Okay,
1: just listen. He buries one of the prostitutes and is looking for a place to bury the other and He sees a fisherman uh-huh. and the fisherman you know acts like he is none of his business, but you know he's, he's a, a witness he's, you got to take care of oh, him too, oh,
2: yeah, it's like Red Dead revolver. you got to kill the witness before they go tell the popo.
1: So this is from... are
3: <laughs> <You're> so invested.
2: are <laughs> so invested in I don't think game. they were called
1: the Popo back then.
2: Okay. The law. The law. <laughs> they were the law in that video game.
1: This is from Metheny versus State. The state of uh, Maryland, Actually, you know, obviously.
2: I grabbed a steel pipe and ran down on him and laid his head wide open, said Metheny. Oh. Covered in blood, he then tied all the bodies to the rocks and dumped them in the Patapsco River. He had killed five people in seven hours, what he called a very busy night. I'd mm-hmm. say. So he's a spree killer.
1: Uh, not necessarily. He was just really pissed off. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> tomato, tomato. A spree killer. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah.
1: A spree killer won't stop killing until they get caught.
2: You know what I do all the time is when I like try to text or, or like get jabber that at work and that doesn't translate when you type it tomato tomato well I, that's what
3: i said <laughs> that's what i say i say tomato tomato
1: the names of the homeless men were randall brewer and randy piker now i saw in one report that he claimed they were killed over a quote turf dispute between rival homeless camps end quote and i think what happened is this, because they arrested Joe Metheny. Now, this is before the two actual murders of the females we're going to talk about, but that he did later. This is the first murders he've done, he's done, and he did five at once. You know what I'm saying? But he was arrested, but there was not enough evidence,
2: mm.
1: or either that, or for, they didn't really give a any shit. of them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's like
2: five opportunities here.
1: I know, but... The police believed that the homeless killings, at least, were because of the turf war between the two homeless camps. Now, these are camps of tents, right? Gotcha. And they believe someone else, some other homeless person, did this. Mm -hmm. And he said he didn't do it, but then later when he's arrested, he claimed he did. Okay. Both men were, quote, mauled with a woodcutter's axe, end quote. He was acquitted, like I said, because of reasonable doubt, because they thought another homeless man killed him. Now let's talk about the background of Joe Metheny. This is a photo of him right here.
2: You he look scary,
1: maniacal. Yeah, if you want to describe this.
2: Um. So
1: he's a big boy.
2: He's a big dude. Um, and he's got his arms out. But like... They're covered in tattoos. Curled in and he's got his like like a ba- mouth open. Like yeah, a bear, he looks yeah. like a bear. open. Like yeah. Yeah, he his does.
1: His mouth open like he wants to eat.
2: And yeah. his eyes like s- squinch shut.
3: Like a crazy eye.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he, he... Like the bear... Yeah, you oh my God, Look right. at the
3: size of his ankles.
2: Can- he doesn't have can- ankles.
1: You know what they're called? Kankles. Yeah. knee ankles, <laughs> Yeah, he's a big dude. Huge. Imagine, I mean, these, so, there's two murders he was convicted for. And they were both drug addicts. At least one was a prostitute. So, why I'm saying that is 90 pounds max for these women. Very skinny. Especially on the drugs and everything so this guy weighing 500 fucking pounds on top of someone he's five times larger than it is literally like getting mauled by a polar bear I mean, it is. like i'm not trying to I fat mean, shame shit. because i have no
3: place doing that but i mean nobody does but could you imagine you know if he you
1: know that's what I'm saying I'm not trying to be mean I'm just saying no, like think about it know, they're, like, they're getting you crushed said, too you
3: said yeah. he died recently like who's gonna be a pallbearer for this man
1: holy fuck
3: that's a good question
1: not me not I mean like I guess all the other prison inmates they're all big I don't I think
3: that the like, do you, uh, or do you just have like a cart? Like, well, this is no. a
1: serious question. No, do you he just... was in the military, so he, he should get some type of military burial, I imagine, unless yeah. that's uh, taken um, from him. I don't know. I
3: don't know if that would apply if I don't. you're a convicted
2: I don't
1: murderer.
3: Know. But, like, but did you not have, like, do you have a, like, a wheelie thing? Like, you... <laughs> like no, a, this is a serious an, a question. <laughs> and
2: yeah, <laughs> an extra large casket. Yeah. Well, he'll have to have an it extra may large be casket. Maybe like a
1: hydraulic system on it or something. I don't know. Maybe. Well, no, I don't know. I think, this is a serious I think question. You gotta wheel them on a cart. See, when I die, I don't want to be in a casket and carry down the church steps. I want you guys to build a lazy river <laughs>
2: <I think laughs> and I have be and have
1: me float down ever so peacefully. <laughs> to where? To the hole in the ground.
3: Oh, okay. Like, the water
1: will be actually funneled into the hole, and I'll just plop in there.
3: And you'll drown? <laughs> like a water
1: slide? No, I'll already be dead, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a water slide, a lazy river, just very slow and yeah, lazy. Yeah, but
3: you, like, put your water... Do you, do you want us to go down to the lazy river, like, with you in little floats and just hang out with you for a little yeah, bit? Yeah,
1: you don't have to carry me, fuck. Okay. Yeah, just hang out, put some sunglasses on me, put, you know, whatever, cigarette in my mouth. I I'll guess I should start smoking. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't nothing to lose.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I mean, it's kind of morbid to think about this, but I think I don't know if I would want to be buried here or back home in Massachusetts. All right. This
1: guy.
2: I haven't really given much thought. I need to do Will. Like, that's an I thought about that <sighs> recently, too, that I, I need ain't to got start nothing that.
1: To give. You can have this microphone. Thanks. No, actually, I don't want you to have it.
3: <laughs> no, I could totally see that. Like, he's sitting in his little meeting and, um, and for Jen, Jen Collins. And Jen can have the pop filter. No, 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 I don't want her to have that. And he'll, like, think of, like, different things that he thinks I'm worthy of having. And then he'd be like, mm, actually, I don't want her to have anything.
1: No, I would give him just to kidding. you. Just kidding. But then there would be a clause that says you have to give him back. <laughs> <laughs> I was just
3: gonna say. He'll, like, give it and give it and be like, and uh, Jennifer Collins, he has left this for you. And then, like, there's, like, a clause that says, like, she can hold. In her hands for exactly 37 (laughs) seconds, and then he'll ask for it back.
1: (laughs) All right, so who you're looking at now is Joe Methany. A little bit about his background. At the time of the two murders we're about to talk about, of the two uh, drug addict friends of his, females, he was a forklift driver. This is after his wife leaves him. He was making $7 an hour at a pallet company. He was also a heroin addict. He drank Southern Comfort. He hey, thought hey. he thought that was important enough to mention in his uh confession for some reason.
2: <laughs> we have many different kinds of whiskey now in our liquor closet.
1: <laughs> Lovely. He uh he I
2: like that you called it a liquor closet. At this point, it's worthy of a closet.
1: What did um oh, I was like what did Anthony Sowell drink? But that was like malt liquor.
3: Yes. Oh God! Yeah, that
1: we had that weird. cobra
3: drink. That the was cobra, disgusting. King Cobra.
1: Jesus. You know Christ. what? I
3: found out recently. I'm sorry. What? This is not for the podcast. But my mom. He
1: was a marine. T- he was in the forces too. Yeah, yes. he was. Oh man.
3: My mom's friend, who lives in Mount Pleasant, her son-in-law installs beer lines. So I was like, oh my gosh, I should get a contact, get his contact, so he can put a beer line in my bar, what the fuck's so I can a have it like for a keg. Yeah. Because I was thinking That's about doing sweet. that. I don't know awesome. how much it would cost me, but like I was thinking about doing that. It's not a priority. It's on my later list.
2: I mean, it can't be. It can't be that
3: expensive. Well, you have to have refrigerant and everything too.
1: Uh, you just said I don't know why I thought of this. I remember when I was in when I was sent to military school, like when I was in high school. These dudes would take the tube out of the air conditioner and suck up that refrigerant, oh. that Freon. Huffing. And literally, that I will never... kill you. I know. Yeah.
3: Didn't we watch a video
1: about that? This guy, I'll never forget. This dude fell on the ground, and we thought he was fucking dead. <laughs> and luckily, he woke back up, but I was like, dude... And he was like, you want to try this? this is great. I was like, Fuck you're fucking no. stupid. Were
3: like, we watching a video <laughs> where we were going <laughs> I remember over. watching the Whippet thing. That's what I was thinking of, the Whippet. I was gunnets. like, you're
1: fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <Colin> <laughs> oh it
3: was like it was like the compressed air.
1: Yeah, right? he was in this truck. It's the that? same thing. Yeah, what what was that? Anyway, who you're looking at now is Joe Methany, forklift driver, seven dollars an hour. He works at a pallet company. I
2: feel like I've seen this image before.
0: Circle K is America's thirst stop and yours especially when the weather gets and you need to stay stay refreshed on the go with ice cold Circle K favorites like freshly ground iced coffee Froster, Polar Pop Cup and more and right now at Circle K score with 28 ounce body armor drinks any flavor three for five dollars when life's go 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 make us your first stop because Circle K is America's thirst stop Better Banking is opening your new First Commonwealth Bank personal checking account with our online account recommendation tool and being entered to win wireless earbuds. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Visit fcbanking.com for details.
1: Yeah, maybe. This is really important. At some point, and he doesn't get specifics. Like I said, there's hardly not a lot on the story, which is crazy. But at some point during... The middle 90s, so it started in 1994 in July, he kills five people in a row, and then he goes kind of a few years killing every once in a while type of thing. But at some point, he is homeless, and he's living with a band of homeless people. Now, this is extremely important to remember. Okay. He is homeless, okay? Which is sad. Sad. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's there's a point. Now, when he was a forklift driver, he is technically homeless, but he's working at this company. And this company, actually, we should we let's Google Earth it right now because I kind of want to see where it's at. If you guys don't mind, do you guys mind?
3: Mm-mm. I wonder why he chose the drugs he did. Like he could have been he could have chosen meth, and because it went with his name. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stupid
3: head methany. I yeah, mean, it
1: works it's kind of a good point. He was living at 3200 James Street, and I'm showing the Google Earth right now. But he was living here. This is the pallet company at the time. This is 1996. So he was living
3: and working there.
1: Yeah. So, how it would work is he was a forklift driver, and there was a small trailer. At the south end of the pallet company, and honestly, I think it may still be a pallet company because these oh, wow. kind of looks like pallets right here. Oh, know. yeah, Let's it does. Zoom in.
2: Can you? I, I'm curious where this is in relation to where I went to school.
1: Yeah, Yeah. look, there's pallets all over the place. Yeah,
2: there you go. Wow, I did not think that was going to happen. So, this
1: is the exact spot we're actually going to want uh, all the murders tonight of the the prostitutes are going to be here in this exact spot, Hmm. which is still the pallet company. That's wild. It's the Joe Stein and Son Pallet Company right here, James Street. And he was living... Let's see if the trailer's still there. This is crazy. Usually, after 20 years go by, there's not really anyone like there. The same things. I'm guessing they said South Side. So, I'm guessing right here would be where well, he was that living. That looks like a trailer. I think he was living right here in this little area. And at night... Since he would work in the morning, mm-hmm. he would just lock the gate here, which this is a gate right here, and another gate right here, and it would just be all him. So if he would invite you over to do some heroin or crack or whatever, or just get drunk and have sex, then you would technically be locked in by a fence. And in the Metheny versus State documentary, the attorney actually used the words, there were, quote, thousands of... Of pallet? No, he said literally thousands of pallets stacked up, and that's exactly what we're seeing here. Because if you wanted to run, let's say he goes crazy and tries to kill you, you got to jump over all these fucking pallets, and these things are huge. I mean, th- right. these things are like twenty feet in the yeah, air. Yeah, they're stacked. Like, I mean, th- how are you going to get onto the other side? You know, running this way. Let- let's say you run out of the trailer this way, you're going to have to jump up these fucking pallets.
3: Well, you can you kind of
1: use them as ladders. Each pallet is a step <laughs> for a ladder. That's crazy that um, I honestly didn't think that would be there now. But that's where we're going. And Washington Street is right out here. This is James Street. Wait, no, this is James Street. So I'm thinking this is Washington. I know it's right off here. All right, so... Forklift driver, you saw exactly where he worked, 3200 James Street, heroin addict. Jen, stop hitting the microphone. I'm sorry. He drank He drank Southern Comfort. He served in the Army. Now, he was, by all accounts, intelligent at one point. And this said this in the affidavit, which is so ridiculous. It says, quote, once he took a physics course. In quote. Like, it doesn't mean you're smart. I mean, I read books about that shit, but that doesn't mean I'm fucking smart. I took, a,
3: I took a physics course. It was the
2: only exactly.
1: class. Exactly. My point exactly. Uh,
2: the last time I took a physics course was in high school because it was a requirement. I fucking,
3: science was always my worst subject. Physics was the only class that I dropped in college.
1: Now, this is interesting. He broke from his family in the 1970s after leaving for the army at 18 years old. So 18 years old, he leaves for the army and he drifted in and out of baltimore homeless camps and he was living under bridges and he was living in sewer grates for a long time now the homeless thing is extremely important cuz if you're also a drug addict you need to find a way to make money just keep that in mind right there's a there's a entrepreneurial aspect to this case <laughs> <laughs> shit all right. He was a normal boy. That's what his mom says. He, loves to, he loved to ride his bicycle when he was growing up. Above average student, always polite. His mom said, quote, he wasn't a mean kid at all. He was just always polite to everybody, In quote. It's the fucking drugs. Now, when was he- Was that a quote or is that what you just no, said? No, no, but she does uh, contribute- her, his distance to the drugs
3: now does sorry to go back but did the pallet company know he was living on the lot
1: yeah yeah they they wanted him to live there because huh. it's basically security okay oh. I mean you have a 600, 600 pound man like who's gonna fucking come in there still steal pallets
3: <laughs> he doesn't look oh, as fierce here he looks yeah so that's him here.
1: and he's old and he's in prison now he was interviewed and he uh, had a lot to say about his mom well, I feel like well, John
3: Goodman can play him in a movie. Yeah.
1: I watched a John movie or John I watched the John Goodman movie the other day, the um the one where the big he Lebowski. No, he's in a bunker. The uh, Cloverfield, Cloverfield Lane, yeah. You watched it the other day? Oh, yeah. I do things by myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was going to say we watched it together like, I watched it
1: a little bit of the other year, day. A
2: couple of years ago it's a good movie we should watch The Big Lebowski after this
1: I've seen it too many times he does look like John Goodman a lot though
2: yeah good call John
1: he didn't have too much to say about his mother at all uh, besides the fact that she was dead however media
2: I'm sensing some Edmund
3: Kemper
2: <laughs> maybe issues. maybe it was dead
1: to him so he's in prison after he gets arrested in 96. He's like, I don't, Ma, I don't have a mother anymore. She died. The media news, they actually go and find the mother, who is very oh, much still very alive. Much alive. <laughs> okay, Very much still alive. She's very much still alive. And she says, quote, maybe he just wishes I was. He pushed his family away a long time ago, end quote. <laughs> he was one of six children. Now, here's where his stories conflict, because the mother has a different story. He says he, was, he grew up in a poor West Virginia family, which is uh-huh. true. However, he claimed he was neglected by his family and shuffled in and out of foster homes, which is not true. Because not only does the mother say it's not true, but the other five siblings say it's not true. So he is literally just making this shit up. So the mother says that he was a normal boy and that he was smart and had a good childhood If he was neglected, it was his own fault. It was a pretty good home, end quote. None of the children were fostered. His father was killed when he was only six years old in a drunk driving accident. The mother was the sole person that kept the whole family together. Six. Sounds like a strong woman. Six kids together. (whistles) Quote, we weren't rich, but we always had something to eat and a roof over our heads. And I never went on welfare. End quote. Wow. Good for you. So.
3: <laughs> I'm, not not that, I'm not saying that going on welfare is uh, bad. I'm just saying like you did all of that and didn't even, didn't
1: have to do that. Any, I know. Need any type of. Here's business. the thing. This is the drugs, man. They fuck you up. You got to just drink. Don't be on drugs. <sighs> Drugs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a lot of so guys. You know, what are uh, you
3: saying? So that so people who who are addicted to alcohol have it better than people who are addicted to drugs? Yeah, hell yeah. I don't know about that.
1: Yeah, no, it's different though. Drugs,
3: alcohol
2: is. You don't a drug. see
1: someone on the street sucking dick for alcohol. You see him sucking dick for his high of heroin or no, crack. No, but
3: you That's see people point. on the
1: street with who have. Alcohol, and if you were living on the street, you'd be drinking too. Ain't nothing else to do. I'm just saying. I mean, mean, but that would
3: be my that would be my uh,
1: recreational activity. the uh, The drug addiction is a lot more powerful, in my opinion, because there's people stealing from their parents. They'll kill their parents to get a little piece of jewelry to pawn so they can get a hit. You know, they'll do things that you wouldn't do just to get drunk. Well, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't know. Me. I
3: just feel like it, it may be, it may not be it, it, like there are things that you have to do extra to get the drugs because especially with them being illegal. But I would have to say addiction is, is a demon that a lot <laughs> of people deal with. And a lot of people, you know, struggle with alcoholism and, and are on the streets because of it. I don't know if they're, you know, prostituting because of it or... Um, or, or excuse me or, or sex workers because of it or are- well, as, as the cases
1: we've done we know the the like uh, economics of prostitution right so a blow job would literally be the exact amount of <laughs> a hit of whatever the the That's prices crazy. reflect each other so, but you never see that, or, oh, the cost of a blowjob is two shots of Southern comfort. Like, you don't see well, that. What that's about ridiculous. People, what,
3: I mean, <laughs> I mean people. people have never really thought about it that I way. I haven't either, but, like, what about people that are in a bar? It's like, okay, well, buy me a drink, and I'll, you know, huh? do whatever. That's.
1: <laughs> Touche. I mean, that's different, though, man. I don't know. I mean,
3: well, it,
2: they're, I mean they,
1: they'll do whatever, but they ain't gonna do whatever, like, uh. Someone that wants to get really high, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it depends on about like, it. it. Depends
3: on how strong their
2: addiction is.
1: Not they wouldn't do poo poo stuff, pee pee stuff, maybe pee pee okay, stuff. Okay, I
2: think that's irrelevant to this conversation.
1: I think he just wanted to say poo poo and pee pee <laughs> out loud again. <laughs> Let's talk about his prior arrest. Most of them were common assault, drunk and disorderly conduct, and barroom fights. I mean, don't we all? No, I'm just kidding. I never get caught. Stab, stab, and then bolt. <laughs>
3: Shit. Did I ever tell you about the time that my dad got pistol whipped? What? Back in the day, <laughs>
1: he probably deserved it.
3: <laughs> when? This is like in the seventies, I think, because he was he was in he was in the army still. Oh my gosh! I he don't was probably think, doing on, that on the states, in the states, or yeah. in Boston.
1: He probably got hit by an enlisted guy.
3: No, it was, it was at a bar. Bo- he was on, um, on leave and there was this guy, he was a fighter or a boxer and he said something to him and one of his people pistol whipped him and he woke Yikes. up the next day. He Did, was like so hung over and he, and he had like, he had a uh, <laughs> shirt wrapped around.
1: Did he learn anything? <laughs> <I'm just kidding.
3: laughs> Have you learned anything?
1: I never got pistol whipped. I got punched a lot. He,
3: well, <laughs> so, so he, he hit the guy. He, hit he knocked the guy out and who then, who is a boxer? No. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, that's just what he's telling you. <laughs> Possibly.
3: <laughs> that's entirely possible. Unless he went
1: up right behind him with a bar stool. <laughs> he fucking got his ass kicked. I don't
3: know. My dad, my grandfather was a boxer. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Let's talk about this. His army service, he joined at 18. This is 1973. He was stationed in Germany. He tells his attorney that he became addicted to heroin while serving in Vietnam. However, the mother says he never went to Vietnam. But then again, he did kind of stop talking to the mother when he was 18. His service records have never been released. I so I was going to ask. We don't know if he went to Vietnam or not. <laughs> but judging by his other you know claims of <laughs> his mother being dead but
3: we do know that he was
1: in the service he was in the service yeah and that's all like what you can see his you can see that he has records but you can't see the records type of shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um his mother claims he never went to vietnam and she says quote he just kept drifting further and further away i think the worst thing that ever happened to him was drugs it's a sad sad story the mo of this guy, Joe Methany. He was a common laborer after the Army. He was obviously addicted to heroin. I don't know if he got addicted to heroin in Vietnam. I don't even know if he was in Vietnam.
2: Okay, so that part, that's an interesting part that that's unclear.
1: Yeah, that is unclear.
2: You would think that that's an easy thing to validate. What do you mean? Whether someone was in Vietnam or not.
1: But yeah, like my military records, you can't just go and look at them. Or anyone's.
2: Uh, I, no, I'm what just... What do you mean? Uh,
1: you can't no, just no, go no. and look at I, someone's military records? I'm just records? saying the
2: fact that like, somebody says he was and someone says he no, wasn't. No, he
1: says. He he told his attorney he was. he got addicted to heroin there. Well, they use opiates over there. But his... They use opiates in Afghanistan. I know right. a lot of guys that were fucked up on that shit. I never touched it.
3: But what a I'm job. proud of you. I, I'm I smoked serious. a shit
1: ton of fucking hashish, but I never touched that fucking heroin. What is It's <laughs> just weed. It, uh, <laughs> it's the... <laughs> it's oh, just, well, they, they just grow like weed the over seed, there. Right? But I know there was a lot of guys that I served with that were on the fucking opiates? sauce yeah. or whatever. Sauce. Not the sauce, but the opium and the fucking heroin.
2: So uh, no I'm just saying I think it's and interesting they were that fucked
1: up, he too. says he
2: was his mother says he wasn't
3: but in. we don't know because they weren't
2: we talking We don't know
1: huh yeah what? We don't know because at 18 he he leaves and for some reason he just doesn't talk to his mom the mom that has Busted her ass, loved the six children, didn't give him much, but couldn't give him much. The father dies when he's six. There's no reason for him to to have this animosity. She blames it on the drugs. You know, I don't know why he... Maybe it's because he's got six other children. Or maybe it's because he's got five other siblings and he wasn't as close. I know, like... My mom would actually come fucking find me at the military base if I didn't fucking call her. You know what I'm saying? She'd fucking march in there. (laughs) I could see that, too. The guards would be putting their guns down. Oh, Hold on. I'll just put this. Where
2: have you been, John Perry?
1: But I don't know if it's because there's so many siblings, but he just completely cut contact with all his family. Hmm. He told his attorney he was addicted to heroin overseas. He most he got addicted to heroin somewhere whether it was Vietnam or not. I don't know. Your dad served in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I guess he can say if there's a lot of people who got addicted to that shit.
3: I mean, I I don't know. I didn't know that
2: that was something an issue <sighs> in Vietnam.
1: Oh yeah. I you know it's funny the when I go to the VA quite a bit and you go to the VA and everyone wears hats of their service, right? Korea mm-hmm. or Desert Storm. The, the,
2: you gonna wear you, one? No,
1: but you know the one. You know, you know the Vietnam vets because they're not wearing hats; they're wearing bandanas. Ah. It's so fucking crazy. I'm telling you, I promise. They're it, all depends. Always, uh, yeah. We're wearing these tie dye bandanas. They all do that shit. Yeah. If you go to the VA, it's just fucking sad going to VA, man. Yeah. So yeah. many people with no legs and mm. shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh, it's depressing as fuck. Anyway, so I, I don't know if he was in Vietnam or not. I doubt he was. Um, I mean, Vietnam was bad for anyone that was over there. Apparently, oh yeah. I don't know if he was infantry or not. I don't know his mo. No one or MOS. No, no one knows his MOS, his job in the army. So okay. I don't know. Okay. His mo, he hangs around Washington Boulevard in South Baltimore. He talks to the prostitutes and the hero, heroin users. He preys on drug addicts, mostly crack, a lot of heroin, many being prostitutes. Not all prostitutes. You know, the the newspaper made that very specific, but, you know, mostly. And his kind of uh, style of attack is, quote, brutal sexual assaults that seem to suggest a psychotic aggression, end quote. This may be some Agent Orange type of shit. Could be. melted his brain. It could be. His attorney said, quote, he describes it as a rage that comes forward through drugs. He describes being very frustrated, too, about how he grew up and the life experiences he had, end quote. But keep in mind, how he grew up wasn't bad. I mean, this is not only corroborated by the mother, but all his siblings, too, you know. Uh, He says, quote, my murder rampage started out as revenge and killed five fucking people, but ended up as a passion for the taste of blood and the overwhelming sense of power one gets for taking the life of another. What do you guys think about that? Cray, This is 26-year-old Kimberly Spicer. Her mother says, quote, going by the M.O., she's addicted to heroin. Kim had her problems, but she was a battler, always struggling with her problems and hoping to turn the corner, end quote. Now, her older sister actually knew Joe. He would come in and order drinks. What kind of drinks do you think he would want?
2: Southern Comfort. Southern
1: Comfort. He would come and order some Southern Comfort from her sister at the bar and, quote, he was so mannerly, saying thank you and please all the time. My sister once said she even felt sorry for him, end quote. No, I mean, he was a big boy, so he's not picking up too many chicks. I, I don't imagine. You know what I'm saying? She was found stabbed to death on December 15th, 1996, under the pallets, in the pallet yard. He just threw her in there. Basically, he's in a he's addicted to drugs. He doesn't really concern himself with hiding bodies too much he just threw them through her under the pallets there there was also three other suspected burials there but they didn't uh, they didn't actually go and dig up any <laughs> anything else <laughs> now the last night of her life she was killed in November she got in an argument with her mother she stormed out of the house she was upset that her aunt had just died of a heroin overdose the mother saying hey you're going down the same road as my sister. My sister is dead. You just saw her body in her casket, and now you're going to go out and continue to use? She was pissed about that. She left. The mother said when we had an argument, she would leave but always come back. However, this night, she never came back. She was one of four children. Joe Metheny took her to the trailer, the pallet trailer, And her blood was actually found there. He actually had tried to enlist the help of a friend, another homeless person, who actually testified against him to help him bury the body. The second victim that he was convicted for, and we don't have a picture of her. I could not find a photo of her. She's 45 years old. So this is a, a very, there's no age limit. One was 26. The next is 45. She... Had numerous convictions of prostitutions. Her name is Catherine Magaziner, 45-year-old prostitute living in South Boston. She's actually found decapitated. Oh, whoa. They met in early July. He takes her back to the trailer. Now, this is on July 4th. Takes her back to the trailer. And has sex with her consensually. And then an hour later, he sees her purse. Obviously, they're both high on crack or heroin. He sees her purse and wants it and just strangles her. Okay, if you want to read this. This is from Metheny versus the state of Maryland.
2: Within an hour of taking Miss Magaziner to his trailer, the defendant used his hands and an extension cord to strangle Miss Magaziner. When Detective Pennington asked Metheny, how did you strangle her? Did you strangle her with your hands? Or Metheny responded, with my hands. Detective Pennington further questioned, did you use anything else? Metheny answered, I used an extension cord. I took the end of the cord, strangled her. She was passed out. And I put the rope around her neck, ah, an extension cord, and killed her.
1: Now, really quick how we know a lot of this stuff? Obviously, he opened up like a book, but there was one survivor of his attacks, and this is a good way to know exactly what it's like doing crack with Joe Metheny. Her name is Rita. Her name is Rita Kemper, and we don't have a photo of her either. She was a surviving victim. She said in court, "Quote: You could see the evil in him." Mm. She said she was in the trailer, they were partying, doing drugs, having sex, whatever, and suddenly he would snap, just like that. This is the drug snap, kind of like Anthony Sowell. Remember when he would snap and then the prostitute, I, know, I remember one, would kind of deflect and be like, oh, you know, I don't like it, like that," or whatever, and he would just kind of come out of it. It's the same thing. So it's like a drug snap and they're in a different mindset. I can't explain it. But anyway... She says, quote, whatever tiny that was his name, tiny, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, whatever tiny wanted to do that night he was going to do, she said, tearful and shaking. He told me I could scream as loud as I wanted to. I knew that he wasn't going to let me out of there alive. I wasn't letting this man take my life from me without a fight. And. She says that Metheny, Tiny, told her, quote, I'm going to kill you and bury you in the woods with the other girls, end quote. Metheny strikes her twice in the face and orders her to take her pants off. But she runs out of the trailer door and he's chasing her. She starts scaling the pallets like a ladder, like Jen said earlier, like a ladder. He pulls her pants off in the trailer and she actually escapes. She actually escapes to the window and then she starts scaling the pallets. This is his exact words. Quote, I got her in there and started to rip her clothes off and knock the hell out of her. She was screaming. I just kept laughing at her. That bitch. And then, end quote, when she gets out of the window, This is what he says, quote, that bitch scaled those pallets like a monkey and jumped the fence and ran down the main road, end quote. So that's how basically he got caught.
3: It's like he's bragging about it the way he's Mm -hmm. like the words he's using and everything.
1: Yeah. As we talked about earlier, Joe Metheny, even though he was working in the pallet uh, as a, Even though he was working at the pallet company making $7 an hour, he was homeless, and he was only temporarily living there, but he would travel around with bands of homeless people. However, he was also addicted to heavy drugs, so he needed to make money, and being a man, a male, and quite a big male, he's not going to make that through prostitution. You know what I'm saying? So he's got to find a he's got to find a way to make money somewhere. Now these two victims we talked about, Magaziner, Kathy Magaziner, and Kimberly Spicer, he decided. Well, they're dead anyway, and I need money. So if you want to read this, this is actually from the. Joe Metheny versus the state of Maryland.
2: This this is where the 4th of July comes in, doesn't it? <laughs> I've been waiting for this part because we haven't talked about it,
3: why he's
2: the cannibal something or other.
3: Wow, you look like the 4th of July. <laughs> it makes me want a hot dog real bad.
2: <laughs> he told the court at his trial... I cut the meat up and I put some in Tupperware bowls and put it in a freezer. He then claimed he mixed the women's flesh with some other animal meat and sold them in <laughs> to paying customers.
1: So he was a side, uh, a street vendor for you know you go down the road and so people like, are selling like euros, watermelons, and all, and all kinds of shit. He's selling burgers.
2: <laughs> he said I opened up a little open pit beef stand. <laughs> I had real good roast beef and pork sandwiches. They were very good.
1: I'd probably want to try one. The
2: human body (laughs) taste was very similar to pork. If you mix it together, no one can tell the difference.
1: (laughs) So at least those two victims, if not a lot more, he actually made a lot of money selling the meat. This is one this of is the. This is
3: like Willie picked it. <laughs> <laughs> No, like that's an act, one of the actual ones. No, I'm just oh my god! It Fuck you! Oh my god! I literally was I about know. to vomit. <laughs> I was like, oh,
2: I'm so glad we ate Impossible burgers yeah. oh, today, shit. so that it was at least <laughs> vegan. Yes.
1: Oh shit.
2: Well, technically vegetarian because we put cheese on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> oh my god.
1: But yeah, I
2: he, was, <laughs> was
3: going to get so upset if that was an actual picture. Uh, like uh, I can't. That was a rare burger. He,
1: uh, so basically, he Sweeney todd Sweeney Todded his yeah. victims
3: there. Yeah, legit. And I have not it's crazy. Seen todd. And it's really it's good.
2: The crazy uh-huh.
1: thing about this story is it's not well known, and I've never seen anyone discuss. So,
2: so <laughs> is the the, the the whole situation? He's selling this on the Fourth of July.
1: Yeah, because he killed these victims
2: on July second.
1: Yeah, put them in was,
2: Tupperware, put them in the fridge, and he would stand
1: out there, you know, when he's not working, and sell these burgers. And apparently, they were really popular. <laughs> like uh-huh. even cops would come up and get, <laughs> get some of the burgers. No one knows how many people he killed. It's probably quite a bit.
2: Um, I mean, it was a, it was five in a day. Yeah, killed. five
1: in a day, and that was just because he was in a bad mood. Anyway his sentencing he was serving two life sentences without parole he was only actually two only two because they're, like i said the police and i see this a lot too in these cases the police and law enforcement will claim that the killer is a liar and he only killed two but that's because they don't want to have to go and do the investigation which makes sense because that's like you know I mean, what's the outcome? What's the difference? He's literally... There's no difference in outcome if he if he is proven to kill two prostitutes instead of 12. It's just more paperwork and more tax money. I mean... That's a shame, though. I yeah. know, but that's how it is. That and, is. And, like, they say that he's lying about the other victims, but... I ah. mean, that's the reason, man. Like, and it's, I, I see that in so many other cases. It's not even... Like a thing. They just, they, it's not like they don't want to do it. It's just, the, pro, the mayor is probably like, we ain't got the money for this shit. Just, just, you know, whatever. He's lying. He's lying. He's a liar. He didn't, he only killed two or whatever. Anyway, so he was serving two life sentences without parole. He actually was on the death penalty in 1998, and that was overturned by an appeal court, an appellate court, which he wanted to die. He, and he didn't give a fuck. You know, what I'm saying he enjoyed killing. He and in, in, in fact, he says, quote, the words I'm sorry will never come out for Whoa. they would be a lie. I'm more than willing to give up my life for what I have done to have God judge me and send me to hell for eternity. I enjoy killing in quote. That's what he said. Wow. Um, he was found dead in a cell. On August 5th, 2017, he was 62 years old. He was found unresponsive. Well, I'm surprised he lasted that long being that big. I mean...
2: Did he drop dead of a heart attack? I
1: yeah, imagine. Unresponsive. Yeah. He had his own cell in Western Correctional Institute in Cumberland. And there was other murders. No one knows how many, but he threw the bodies in the Patapsco River and...
2: What's the estimate? Because we talked about uh, like,
1: probably ten to twelve. Okay. I'd imagine. Yeah. So we
2: we we can like kind of pseudo confirm
3: like half of that.
1: Yeah, and so here's the thing. They say he only killed two; those two prostitutes. So how long however, was his burger
3: stand open for? However,
1: we know.
3: Touche. Oh
1: wow, a long time. Those are well, some good burgers.
3: <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like if he's if he was just like, <laughs> I'm not trying to joke about that, but at the same time, like how long? Like was he actually selling real burgers, or no, was he always putting
1: he, meat in? Well, so he's he doesn't have any money, so he said. Number one, human meat and animal meat. He's finding. He's he's finding (gasps) roadkill. That's what he meant oh. He is He's a homeless guy Oh
3: I thought you just meant He <laughs> I, just, I, I just thought You meant like He went to the grocery store Yeah,
1: yeah. No Luke, he's like, fucking Homeless No he is ho- He's making Seven dollars an hour it's, As a pallet oh, operator Oh god But Which Back then in the 90s Wasn't terrible money so he's it's not terrible so but it's like
3: Squirrel
2: It's not enough meat. For his
1: fucking Heroin addiction Plus every once in a while He gets a prostitute oh, That's nothing god. man But you then have, he would Then he would murder The prostitute prostitute though so he wouldn't have to pay her yeah but and steal her purse but he was doing stuff to make money you which i respect he <laughs> <None> hasn't <a, laughs> but yeah that's why he said go back to the quote he didn't say i went to fucking td's harris teeter and got meat he said
2: with other animal meat
1: yes that's what i'm saying he said quote pit beat, he opened a pit I, beef stand he says with him,
2: real roast beef and pork sandwiches. Yeah, there you go. So we did have some roast beef and pork sandwiches.
1: But he also mixed women's flesh with other animal meat. He's homeless. He doesn't have money to go into Publix and fucking he's buy shit. He's probably a buying
2: like one thing of beef and one thing but of pork. But how does and he grind
3: the in? meat? Like like human know. meat. Like how does he grind that? with like it? Maybe he's got a gr- meat grinder.
2: I don't know. Or maybe he's I don't just chopping it up.
1: I don't know. Um, uh-uh. <laughs>
2: I cut the meat up and put some in the Tupperware bowls and put it in a freezer. I mean, he's really giving us the recipe here. Yeah,
1: he's got his own trailer.
3: <laughs> oh my God. On the, the like pallet. Power- that's, that, that's company owned, though. Uh, that's not his. Okay,
1: so. <laughs> so
3: he was, how, like.
1: So, and it's still there. The company's still there where they were storing oh, meat. Alive and kicking. <laughs>
0: Holy shit, Rose.
1: We probably use some of their pallets at, you know, your job BJ's. Yeah, maybe. I mean, honestly, it's probably a huge pallet seller. It probably is. <laughs> uh, let me see. So he killed at least three prostitutes. That's a very low estimate. That's only the ones that the police believe. Oh, and one more bow to tie the knot. So Kathy Magaziner... So when they found the corpses... Obviously, they were missing a lot of the meat sections of the corpses <laughs> that were buried. <laughs> that's how they kind of figured it out. Okay, maybe I shouldn't laugh. When they found the corpses, they there were a lot of the corpses that were missing. Like, for instance, the thigh meat. A, and, a lot uh, of muscle mass. A lot of muscle mass were missing. But also, Kathy Magaziner's head was missing. And eventually, they were like, well, where is the fucking head? And he confessed to where the head is, if you want to read this.
3: Did he cook the brain? <laughs> what the
2: fuck? When he was sentenced, he told the jury that after six months, he had dug up the skull of Kathy Magaziner and then washed out the maggots and made love to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? are <laughs> he...
0: some Edmund Kemper
2: similarities in this one.
1: That's some drugs. I don't know who would fucking what are you?
3: <laughs> uh, But I then mean, but then it the no w- but then the question and I'm not trying to disrespect anyone, but like it's like the mouth or like the other opening. I was the eyeball. Oh the, the neck. There's so many orifices. The neck. Orif, orify. Orify. Orif,
1: orifices. Kemper did the neck. Okay, that was fucked
3: up. No, that's just I think It's.
1: I don't know. I guess wherever there's least maggots, (laughs) wherever there's least infestation of maggots, I don't know. So that's a story that hardly no one's ever heard of.
2: Well, I've I've managed to try all flavors of the White Claw iced tea. Which one's your favorite? I think the mango. Yeah. Yeah, I think the
1: mango. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? That's the um, Joe Metheny story.
2: Well, I'm never going to look look at a burger again the same.
1: He uh, Sweeney Totted it.
3: Keep trying, just keep eating the Impossible Burgers. Yeah, that'll probably make me feel you better. You
1: should watch the Sweeney Tide. It's actually really good. Yeah, it is pretty good. Yeah, Johnny Depp, he's a really good actor, man. He just He's so just weird, though. Yeah. He's such a weirdo.
3: I think Tim Burton <laughs> directed...
2: Yeah. I don't know if he
3: did, actually. You might be right.
1: Yeah, but that's the story of Joe Metheny, the, the Baltimore... Cannibal. He died two
2: thousand seventeen. So did he eat I'm assuming he ate Yeah, it he himself. ate it
1: too, yeah. I oh, mean
3: he's probably, not gonna waste money
2: on yeah. other
1: stuff if he's selling food. And it's not like it's not like it was rotten. He put it in the freezer. I mean it was quality meat, you know. It's he not just like, happened
3: to be human meat.
1: <laughs> 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 Jesus. Anyway, that is uh that's the story of Joe Metheny. I hope you guys like that. It's a 4th of July story, obviously, hamburgers fucking.
2: <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> Happy 4th, everyone.
1: Yeah, so anyway, if you guys like that, uh, go talkmore.com, putting the pictures up there, put that meaty cheeseburger on there for you guys to see. We do stories every Tuesdays and Thursdays, and that's all I have for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. My name is John, and till next time, good night you lovely lovely people.
0: Circle K is America's thirst stop. And Dave's, especially when Dave needs refreshments for family movie night. So Dave heads straight to Circle K, where he grabs icy Polar Pop cups and frosters for the kids and chilled beer for the grown-ups. Enjoy family movie night, Dave. We'll be here for you all summer long. And right now at Circle K, score with monster energy drinks. Any flavor, buy two, get one free. So make us your first stop. Circle K, America's thirst stop. Better Banking is opening your new First Commonwealth Bank personal checking account with our online account recommendation tool and being entered to win wireless earbuds. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Visit fcbanking.com for details.